Happy Thanksgiving, Jaguar fans. I'm one of your hosts of the Jag Bros, JT Raymond, here alongside with my brothers Jack and Joey. We have a Battle Red Sunday against the Texans for the chance to win the AFC South. What a huge matchup, and two-thirds of the Jag Bros will be there in person on Sunday afternoon. Guys, how are we, how are we feeling for the game on Sunday? This can be a ton of fun. Joey and I are going to be there. We're going to be screaming loud for Duval. This is, of course, the AFC South showdown. This is what's looking like not only our rivalry for this year, but potentially the rivalry for the next three to five plus years. CJ Stroud versus Trevor Lawrence. It's going to be an epic game on Sunday. I can't wait. I'm so excited to be there at the stadium for the game this coming Sunday. Me and Jack will be cheering on the Jaguars as loud as we can, trying to bring as much force as be that 12th man to help the Jaguars win this game because this is a playoff game right now. This is to help solidify us as the AFC South reigning champions. And it's going to be like this for the next couple of years, as as you all said. Uh, It seems like CJ Stroud is here to stay and it's going to be a matchup. Uh, for us Houston Jaguars who's better let's go I mentioned at the top of the episode that this is battle red Sunday for the Texans that's their big time when they all wear red uniforms the stadium will be wearing red and they're on a three-game win streak so they're hot as as far as recency bias they're also hot every time they play the Jaguars they, of course, beat us at home about two months ago, 37 to 17. That was the rant. And unfortunately, somehow they've beaten the Jaguars six times in the last three and a half years. I think we are now 10 and one. Uh, sorry, one in 10 against the Texans in our last 11 games. Uh, offensively, we did not show up. Defensively, we did not show up. And even special teams did not show up, giving up a blocked field goal and letting their fullback run across outrun our entire team on a kickoff return so really the worst performance the Jaguars have had and caused me to have probably a mental breakdown when we were recording the Texans break breakdown um the following day so really fun episode to dive into we'll look at our offense versus their defense and then the inverse we'll talk about the keys to the game and then we'll give our score predictions with that Joey take us to the offensive side of the ball where can we improve against the Texans in the second matchup of the year Yes, uh, our offense against their defense, uh, their defense has played fairly well. Uh, they've been doing a lot better in the secondary, and they've held the run. They, I, I would say they're a mid-level defense right now, kind of right middle of the road. Their secondary has gotten Jalen Petrie back, who's a very good safety from Baylor. Uh, their their cornerbacks are young, but they've, they've played fairly well recently in this win streak that they've had. So it's going to be a test for this offense. We were not quite where we'd want to be, but uh, last game was a definite uh, good step forward. We need to be consistent and keep that same kind of pace. Uh, So far, other than the last Houston game, we've scored 30 plus points against all of our division rivals against the Colts. The first game was 31 points. The second 37 points and then against the titans we just put 34 points up against them so we are scoring against our division rivals and we're going to need to do it again this week 
I really need to see a 30 plus point game against this Houston Texan team. Here's my advice for the Jaguars offense and the whole team. Watch the tape. It was ugly. Listen to JT's rant right after the Texans beat us down and get fired up. They have had our number. They are one game behind us, and this could be a massive game. We're sitting right now at a 91% chance of making the playoffs, but only a 60% chance of winning the division. If we win this game, that number skyrockets. So start fast on offense and play with heart on Sunday. Yeah, Joey, you mentioned they're a middling uh, defense, which is actually a significant improvement, both over how they performed last year and how they performed the first month of football. In fact, they were the worst run defense in September. They were a average to slightly below average pass defense early on. But as of late, they've been improving greatly. And it's things that you would expect to see from a very, very good defensive coach, defensive minded coach and D'Amico Ryans, their head coach who came over from San Francisco. And so they're young and they don't have some of the top end established talent. They've got some guys like Will Anderson, who they picked in the top five of last year's draft that haven't quite emerged as the, 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 the playmakers that they potentially will be, but they're very technically sound. They make you earn it. In fact, in our last matchup, we had five times where we were inside the Texans side of the field and we came away with zero points in those five possessions last week against the Cardinals they had three or four times in the second half where they were inside the Texans uh, side of the field and they came away with zero points and so this is a team that is playing better but they are gettable we, we did throw for almost 300 yards and run for over 100 against them last year or sorry last um last month when we played them. And so this is a defense that you should expect to have some level of success, but they will, and they have been able to have teams beat themselves. And, and I think that is something that we're going to have to make sure we don't do on Sunday. Yes. We need another clean game like we had against the Titans. Uh, and when, as you kind of talk about the, the last game with the Texans, uh, it, it isn't as bad as the score may have seemed. Uh, we unfortunately let them get off to a quick start, 17-point uh, lead, but then we pulled it back to only 7 points. We scored 10 really quickly in the third quarter, and it was 17-10, to 10, and it seemed like we were kind of getting back into it, but then we let them return that kickoff by a fullback all the way for a touchdown, and you felt the energy kind of exit the building just the same way as it did against the George Kittle uh, touchdown against the 49ers. So we need to make sure we don't have one of those steals all of our energy plays. If if we keep it going and we perform like we have, I, I think we got this game. Agree 100%. This is a game where you need to limit the mistakes on offense because this is a good and improving Texans defense, but it's still a gettable defense. So they've won three games in a row, but three games ago against the Buccaneers, they gave up 37 points in a 39-37 victory. And then the Bengals, who, yes, have a strong offense, they were able to get a victory 30-27. to And then they did have a strong game against the Cardinals with a very weak defense. And so their run defense is strong, sitting at seventh in yards and fourth in yards per carry. But there is 
an opportunity in that they've given up 12 rushing touchdowns, putting them at 27th. And then their pass defense has some holes too. So 23rd in yards and actually 31st in pass completion rating. And so this has to be another big game for Trevor, just like we saw last Sunday against the Titans. I would love to see another at least three touchdown performance from Trevor on Sunday. In this first game, we had success moving the ball. Evan Ingram had seven for 67. He was our leading receiver on the day. ETN had a combined running and receiving of almost 140 yards that game. So he had a ton of success. Ridley was, was held relatively quiet. Zay Jones, our secret weapon, was unfortunately out that game. And I think the most important thing that doesn't necessarily show up on the scoreboard is I think we were a little full of ourselves. And I think we took them too lightly, assuming that this was going to be a win because this was really the win that established the Texans as you know what they might actually be okay uh when they when they came in and beat us in Jacksonville before going on a pretty nice run over the last month and a half uh stacking up a lot of wins so I don't think you're going to have a situation where we're going to take them too lightly on Sunday the surprise is out on the Houston Texans uh, I mean they are definitely the biggest surprise of this year everyone kind of thought that maybe they'd win like five games CJ Stroud may have flashes, but no one thought he'd be doing this well. And I, I do believe you're right, JT, is during that first game, we kind of got hit in the mouth early and we didn't kind of expect that from the Houston Texans. That's how they got up on us so early. And we try to claw our way back, but we just we haven't had the, quite that same comeback magic as we did last year. So it's going to be important for us to start early and get an early lead on uh, the Houston Texans. And let's go now into their best uh, part of the field, which is their offense. And it's led by CJ Stroud. How are we going to slow down this Houston Texans offense? How crazy is it that CJ Stroud is, and it hurts me to say this, but he is playing at an NFL MVP level right now. I don't know that he's the front runner, but he's definitely not far off the front runner conversation. He currently has 2,900, over 2,900 yards, 17 touchdowns, only five interceptions. He's set several rookie records already. And of course he had a monster game against us in week three. And so it's going to be number one, getting after him. J it's a famous Jag Bros quote right here from JT saying that we let him play like he was in a nightgown, just having all day to pick up apart. So we need to do what we did against Will Levis, which was force him to make mistakes, force him to make tough throws, and then be the opportunistic defense that we've been for the vast majority of the season. And I think we need to stack up some turnovers. I would love to see Cisco make a couple turnover plays. I would love to see our cornerbacks make a pick because just last Sunday, CJ Stroud had three interceptions against the Cardinals. So he is still a rookie. He is still prone to make mistakes. And that's what the Jaguars need to make him do is force him to play like a rookie, not an NFL MVP. Exactly. He is playing great. But if you actually zoom in a little bit closer to some of these last couple of weeks, there does seem to be some things that he is starting to show up. You mentioned he has only five interceptions on the year. Four of those interceptions have come in the last two weeks. So he's starting to potentially, uh, defenses are starting to, to figure him out, giving him different looks that, that he's not necessarily comfortable with seeing. 
He is averaging over 300 yards almost every single game. And so he's high powered and he's constantly looking for the deep ball include, which is primarily led by rookie sensation tank Dell, who Jaguar fans will remember had that long 68 yard touchdown against us. As we were starting to come back, it was a backbreaking touchdown where it felt like if our defense could have just held them right there, we would have had the chance to get them off the field and be able to, uh, to potentially mount a a pretty nice comeback. Um, We need to make sure that we don't give up on this Houston Texans team as well, because CJ Stroud does have some comeback victories so far in the last less than a minute uh, in the Tampa Bay game and in the Bengals game drove down the field and got the last minute points to win the game so just because that we're leading doesn't mean that this team's going to give up cj stroud seems to have a bit of clutchness in him so we need to make sure that we don't allow them to hang around in this game as well yeah stroud has some big time weapons that are outperforming this year and we've got to lock them down so Nico Collins is their leading receiver and just behind Tank Dell, both these guys are over 650 yards receiving already. They're well on their way to over a thousand yards receiving. And they also have a dangerous tight end as well in Dalton Schultz, who has f- over 450 yards and five touchdowns. And so it'll be interesting to see a few of these injuries. So Noah Brown is one of their number three wide receiver who's hurt. And then for the Jaguars standpoint, Campbell is still hurt and we're recording this early in the week. So we're not sure yet if he's going to go Sunday, but if he doesn't go, I think Buster Brown needs to have another big game like he had against the Titans. And instead of where it hits off his hands, he needs to make an interception on Sunday. Yeah, this was supposed to be one of the worst receiving cores in the league. And and some of these guys are guys that you might not necessarily have heard of before. Uh, but Nico Collins is their leading receiver. Tank Dell, I already mentioned their, their uh, rookie sensation. Robert Woods, uh, a longtime veteran. Not somebody that really scares you, but is a solid receiver. Noah Brown has had some really nice games. But some of these guys are also um, recovering from injury as well as uh, Florida fans will remember uh, Damian Pierce. He has missed the last three or four games. And with him being out, uh, Singletary, the former Buffalo Bills running back, has really played quite nicely over the last couple of weeks with some really nice performances. Granted, against two of the two or three of the worst run defenses in the league, but a guy who who certainly was able to get the ball, or sorry, get the job done um, against the Cardinals and and the Bengals running for over 100 yards in both of those games. Yeah, I I think even if Pierce is ready to go, he's not going to start with the way that Singletary has played so far. He's definitely played better than Pierce, and they'll they'll stick with him because, as you said, he's already gotten two games in a row over 100 yards, uh, which has been difficult this season. You have not seen running backs really get to over 100-yard games. He will be the starting running back, and our running defense who have been really good needs to shut him down we've seen him get shut down a bunch of times uh down at the when he was with the bills so we know that we can stuff him and we're going to need to so that is going to be a big uh component as well making sure that we can shut down the run so cj stroud can't use that as uh, a way to open up 
the defense. Absolutely. And again, this is going to be a big time game. This is the AFC South showdown. It should feel like playoff football. We are getting close to December, which means that we are getting close to the end of the season. And this has a lot of potential. The Jaguars have a one game lead over the Texans. And so if we can get this win on Sunday, we'll have a two game lead and be comfortably in the driver's seat of the AFC South. If we do not win, all of a sudden the Texans will be tied with us and have the tiebreaker and have swept us this season. So here's the question for you guys. JT, Joey, what are your keys for the Jaguars to go into Houston and pull out a victory and get a win streak going again? My key for this game is going to be the zero mistakes or zero offensive turnovers. I think if the offense can play a clean game and we can actually convert when we're in their side of the end zone, uh, either touchdowns or field goals, but we convert in points, then we win this game. The only way I think we lose is if we beat ourselves. And defensively, I would say it's going to be getting pressure on CJ Stroud because we were unable to get any pressure on him when they were here in Jacksonville a couple months ago. They had just rearranged that offensive line They had a bunch of backup and injured people, but somehow they struck luck. And now that offensive line is playing really well. So Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, Smoot, Gotsis, Blackson, that whole front, uh, Roy Robinson, Harrison, they need to create and enforce their will on this Houston Texans offensive line. If we can close that pocket, make CJ Stroud real uncomfortable, give him not enough time to throw the deep ball, then they they have no shot at winning the game. How many sacks are you looking for on Sunday, Joey? Minimum two. I'd like one to come from Josh Allen, uh, get him into that double digits finally, and then one from either Smoot or, or Foyer or from anyone, honestly, but a minimum of two sacks. Love it. I think that's good. I think the pressure is certainly going to be a key factor in our defensive uh, performance. I'm going to actually go a slightly different direction on defense. I'm going to go limiting the big plays. Uh, This defense so far has been a little bit susceptible to big plays. We saw two big plays against um, Tennessee, as well as a long play to um, Kittle the game before. And then obviously the tank Dell in the return for them were were just massive momentum swinging plays. And so I think we need to have, I'd love to say zero plays over 35 yards, but I'll give us one only we can only have one play that's over 35 yards, which seems a little bit ridiculous, but that's something that's plagued us thus far this year, one play or less. If they're seeing two, three, four, plays of a massive momentum swinging plays at home. I think it's going to be a long day for the Jaguars. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I mentioned this stat. It's been one of my favorite ones uh, this season to be bringing up. And that is, can we convert on our possessions inside their own, excuse me, inside the Texans side of the football? We had five times where we had possessions inside their 45 last, last time we played them and they ended up getting zero points. That is going to be, I think, one of the keys to this game. I don't think we have to be perfect because guess what? The Jaguars are actually still favored, even though they're on the road this game. So Vegas still does like Jacksonville. So I'm going to say only two times. 
Two times can we be on their side of the field and come away with zero points. The rest ideally are touchdowns, but at least need to be scores. I think if we do that, and honestly, if we did that last game, we still would have probably won the game. And so I think that to me is the key uh, to, to our game. Love both y'all's keys. And if you went back and listened to our keys going into the Titans game, the Jaguars checked almost every box. And so this is something we do try to give a lot of study and analytics to what is the key for the Jaguars offense and defense. So I'll keep it on our offense. Love your key, JT. And what also seems to have helped us play very well in offense, it seems to be all about Calvin Ridley. So I think we need a big game from him. Of course, he was very quiet the first time we played against the Texans, which was a game we struggled in offensively. But you look at these other games. We just scored 34 points against the Titans. What does Calvin really do? He gets over 100 yards, two touchdowns. The two Colts games where we scored 37, 31 points. He has massive games. Even the Bills game, which was supposed to be one of the top defenses in the league, we scored 25 points in London. What does Ridley do? He has seven catches, 122 yards. So I think Ridley needs to have over 100 yards and needs to have a touchdown because that helps unlock our offense. And then defensively, the other key when we have been playing at our best has been we have been stopping the other team's offense early. So, Joey, you pointed this out earlier. One of our big struggles in week three against the Texans was that the Texans just jumped out early on that 17-0 to lead. But in our best games, we're keeping teams to under seven points in that first half. So I think that's what we need to do. I think the Texans can score as many as seven, but no more than that in the first half. And if we do that, I feel really confident that we can bring home a victory on Sunday. And another stat to go along with what you said, Jack, of us, how important it is for us to start off fast is other than the Chiefs game, when we are leading and in going into the second half, we've won all those games. So that's how important it is to make sure that we are leading in the second half. We've won every game except the Chiefs game when we are leading at halftime. Very important that we start off fast. And with that, we will now move into our predictions to see where you think the end of the game all right, I'll start. Part of me wants to just pick a loss, so uh, mentally and emotionally, I am okay with that. But this game means so much to, I think, this team. The fact that we were embarrassed at home and, and probably the worst we've played since the Lions game uh, middle of the year last year, it, it, the, the fact that this is for the division, the fact that I really like Doug Peterson in these type of games... And the fact that even Vegas still likes the Jaguars, considering we're a one-point favorite at Houston. Look, this Houston team's lost to the Panthers somehow. They've lost to uh, the Falcons. They, they, they're playing close games. They're very, very talented, but I don't think they are ready for this moment yet. I don't think they're ready to claim the AFC South title. And I think the Jaguars are going to win in a game that, has 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 all of our playmakers making some big time plays on both sides of the football. And I think we win this game 27-21 with Jacksonville on top. I still have some flashbacks of week three. Our predictions calling for a blowout victory for the Jaguars. And it was the worst case scenario of we get blown out. People are making fun of us on Twitter. They are calling us out. And look, the reality is everyone is calling for this to be a close game. 
Vegas has us as one-point favorites. I know no one is calling most likely for a blowout either side, but I actually love the Jaguars to build on this momentum. I love them to come in hungry. I think when we can come in as having a chip on our shoulder, that is when we are playing at our best. That's what we saw last Sunday against the Titans, and I think we'll have that same attitude, that same heart, because we're going to watch the tape. We're going to go listen to JT's rant, and we're going to be fired up because there's no reason that the Texans should blow out. In fact, there is every reason that we should blow out the Houston Texans, and so that's why I'm calling it's a Jacksonville Jaguars 31 to Houston Texans 16 Jaguars victory. Very nice. You two love hearing two Jaguars victories and I want all the Jaguars listening because we are undefeated on the road right now. Uh, The news and the national media will be singing the praises of the Texans. They will be granting CJ Stroud as MVP. He's better than Trevor Lawrence. Look at all these stats he has. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? The Jaguars play their best games when we are not considered the best team when people look down on us when people make fun of us or when another team makes a comment about us that's when you see the jaguars come out and hit them in the mouth and i think that the jaguars are going to watch the news and they're going to be rooting on the texans they're the surprise team of the year cj stroud is a new star and they are pumping him hard right now so it will piss off this Jaguars team it's going to piss off Trevor we're coming off of a great win they're going to want to prove to everyone that we are still the champions of the AFC South and I think we run the table with them I think we win and I think we score 34 points again to them scoring 24 points only because of a garbage touchdown at the very end or it would be a lot worse for the Texans because we are about to go into Houston and ride that bull and take them at their home because we are the Jags. Yeah, baby! I'm fired up! Love it. And you know, if any of those predictions happen, Joey and I are going to be screaming Duval at the top of our lungs. We hope any and all Jaguars fans in Houston will be cheering on the Jaguars too. It's going to feel like a home game, even in Houston on Sunday. But hey, we're going to wrap it up here and we're going to be interacting with you all on social media. We love to post our keys, post our predictions. And we love to hear from y'all. So let us know your keys. Let us know your predictions. Jump in with us on Twitter. We just jumped over 400 followers. And again, we love interacting with all you at the Jag Bros. We're also on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. So you can find all those links in our episode description. But we are fired up. As JT said, yeah, baby. And this is going to be a big, big, big game. So make sure you share this episode with other people. Hey, and in the spirit of Thanksgiving, something that would make us super thankful is if you dropped a five-star rating and just took a minute to write a review of what you love about the Jaguars, what you love about this podcast. It's been a couple months, but we would love to give some shout-outs, some reviews. So please, 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 if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a quick five star review well with that let's get ready to go it is sunday at 1 p.m eastern 12 p.m central in houston 
Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Texans in the AFC South showdown. And this is what all Jaguars fans are going to be screaming on Sunday. Do, 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 do.